Let's go. I thought you were doing uh you're doing that one. Oh no, I'm doing the Ramones uh Bippo goes to Buttsburg or what is it? I have no idea. Brunty goes to Boxburg. I think Bippo goes to Brunsburg. Something like that. Hey, welcome everyone. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is the weekly wrestle. It's the weekly wrestle. If I'm not mistaken, it's the weekly wrestle. 36 weeks, really 40 weeks. I think inter- we've missed four weeks intermittently sure. over our 36 shows. I don't think we've missed that many Saturdays. I think we've actually only missed like two. Yeah, we're doing yeah. great. Which is great. 36 well, shows. Uh, Tony's in the chat. Tony says punk got punked. Boom. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to talk about this. But let me tell you, Tony, 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 I'm looking at you, Tony. The Discord was blowing up about it, and you weren't involved because you haven't joined the Discord yet. You haven't joined in. And Hassan, I'm looking at you, too. Hassan. Hassan Terrell's there. Hi there, guys. Hi, Hassan. Hi, Hassan. Happy to see you. Happy to hear from you. I miss Great. Wednesday. I feel so horrible about it. I still feel really Man. guilty. Um, maybe we should talk about. about your feelings then, basically, on your what, – what do you thought about Dynamite? Yeah, I thought I thought it was a fun show. I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, everyone wants to talk about Punk and Moxley, which I'm happy to talk about. And the thing about wrestling, my my life partner, Red Jefferson, the thing about wrestling is it's just so good. It's so yeah. good because when AEW does something like this, there's all of this discussion and there's some outrage. Some people really love it. There's a lot of derision. Mm-hmm. But this is something WWE does all the time and nobody sneezes at it. And I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying – one audience, one fan. This is what I've discovered. This is what I've learned from the conversations that we've been having on the Discord. Um, one fan base, the AEW fan base, they care most of all about work rate. And I know like people talk about that, how like, oh, the, the biggest star in AEW is match quality. It's not an individual wrestler. It's match quality. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know how to feel about it either, but like Turby, our buddy Turbs, was there. He drove five hours to be there for the Punk Moxley match. And he was outraged because the match was three minutes. He wanted to see a brawl. But they told an excellent story in those three minutes. I thought it was great. You just, like, you got this guy, John Moxley, who we all take for granted as a star of AEW. He's been, he's been having a fantastic summer. Fantastic. Great match after great match. He's the fucking man. He cuts his crazy John Moxley promos. And then you're just going to have this guy lose to Punk, this old man who's coming off a foot injury? No. John Moxley is a killer. He's yeah. a fucking killer, and he killed CM Punk. And now Punk can maybe get his win back. But my issue, my issue is that they've got one week to tell this story. You need three weeks to a month to tell this story. Moxley and Punk should main event the next pay-per-view, not All Out. But you Wait. need Punk to main event All Out. All Out is this weekend, right? Yeah, it's the it's next weekend. It's next weekend? I thought it it's was a, the 29th. It's, no, it's the 4th. Weird. Um, okay, but... Um... Did I tell you my theory on no. what's going to happen? No. Did you did you watch I the new the week yet. the the ones? Because MJF's coming back at all out. Yeah. You know what he's going to do? He's going to help Punk win. Did we discuss this already? No, but someone else had that theory on the Discord. No, S because did. I said it on the Discord. Oh, well, I said then it then on there the Discord. Well, then Whoa! S took it from you. S. <laughs> S. I said it on the line. You're gonna fight. That's when the right did I say decision. This? When did I say this? Like yesterday. I said it on Wednesday. <laughs> I think it was S. It was either S or Turby. No, I don't think it was Turby. I think it was S. If it's not, I'm sorry. Uh, it makes, sense. It, it. makes like, sense. it makes sense. It does. It makes sense because the thing that because like, wanna what? Punk is bad for the AEW locker room. Yeah. Uh, and that's and one of who hates the AW locker room, MJF. Yeah. And he wants it to go up in flames if he just comes out and helps Punk win. And he's not a part of the company anymore. He's just hanging out with his WWE friend because they seem to get all the attention. Uh, and like, I and agree he, with you. He's going to be like, I'm just going to hang out with my WWE friend because one of <laughs> the thing is like, Punk, you're right. You did the right thing. You became a WWE legend. Now you get all the money you want. And why don't I have to go to WWE? He won't say that. He's just like, I can't wait. <laughs> Let and me hang you out with what? you. You know what that sets up perfectly, whether they want to do it or not? It sets up uh, heel CM Punk versus Hangman. It Let's sets it go. up perfectly. And Punk can say, like, I'm not the problem here. You're all the problem. I'm not the one that's cancer. 
you are. And then they can start that feud. Oh, Punk's such a good heel. And the thing about it is, if we're being honest from a business perspective, CM Punk is good for AEW because he gets eyes on the product. But heel, babyface, it doesn't fucking matter. It's CM no. Punk. Yeah. So make him heal. Make him heal. Him and MJF together is insane. It's insane. And then eventually, MJF Punk turns on MJF, and you turn MJF into a mega babyface. You could do that too if you wanted. I believe that MJF will never be babyface. Sure. Because he's too smart. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, wouldn't, I, he wouldn't change on his character. He like there are people that go to cheer him, yeah. but his character is not going to change. I don't think his character needs to change for him to be a babyface. I think it has to. In order yeah. for him to be a baby face, like he'll get like the cheers and then he'll just be like, but I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, well, I hate this awesome. you. Uh, maybe. Uh, Hassan, oh, God, do I hate that? But Austin was a working person. This is really yuppie trash. Well, like, that's true. That is true. Uh, Hassan says, did you miss me? Of course we missed Hassan, you, Hassan. Of course. Uh, Wizzy to be says, you should feel bad, Red. Red said he wanted JR to die on Wednesday. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You are listening to J Redley 697. This is not true. <laughs> Redley 697 said JR should die? He was saying that I was trying to imply that. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Redley's a that's troll. A, that's a slippery slope. Uh, Hassan says, I saw AEW Rampage yesterday on my DVR after SmackDown. Um, let's talk about Rampage. Let's talk about Rampage. I thought this was a good joke. You did? I did. Because I think... What they did, there are some things that I didn't care about for sure, but it felt like, and look, the bar for Rampage right now in my head is set pretty low, um, but it felt like a very fun episode of Superstars or like an early episode of Raw, like a 93, 94 episode of Raw. It's an hour. There was a good match in the beginning. There was a good match at the end, and they sandwiched like some squash matches, some segments. Like I felt like the show flowed well, better than normal. I, I don't know. I feel like the middle part was just such a a, a bummer. And honestly, yeah. the first match I don't think was very good. The Dark Order versus the House of Black. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're it right. was fun. It was whatever. It was yeah. really whatever. Uh, what we got, though, from that is that the Dark Order are moving on. Yeah. Which I think is some sort of weird Tony Khan apology. Uh, I think this is all this all has to do with Hangman and the Bucks and Kenny. This has to do with that with them. They're going to beat whoever they're going to the finals which is you think dark orders beating best yeah. friends the problem with that like because it's either going to be dark order or best friends against kenny and the bucks which like who gives a shit uh, sadly i mean i think best friends and orange cassidy would be amazing because i think it would be a really fun match and cassidy has never been in the ring with the bucks and kenny like it's never happened so that should be fun uh but it's kind of like if you look at the all-out card um, for me personally, this doesn't feel like a pro wrestling gorilla show, like so many of their other pay-per-views where it's just like mega matched after mega match after mega match with no story to any yeah. of them. This actually feels like Ricky versus powerhouse, uh, jungle boy versus Christian. Like there's actual feuds going into some of these matches. So it feels like more of like a real wrestling pay-per-view, which I'm excited about. But the only bad booking to me is you have the finals of the six of the, of the trios, uh, tournament for the first ever trios champion, but you're going to have two other trios matches on that card as well. Cause you've got the Wardlow FTR one already booked. Yeah. That's weird. And then you're also definitely going towards a house of black versus sting Darby and Miro as well. So now you've got two higher profile trios. You, matches. you think that's happening at all out? I do. I do. Yeah. Because I guess what else is Darby like, right. You're going to leave Darby sting house of black Miro. You're going to leave all these guys off the pay-per-view. Come on. You got to put Man. them on there. But now that's three trios matches. And of those three, the lowest profile is the like the finals for your titles, your first ever champions. So, I mean, it's going to be fun, especially if it's best friends. It's going to be fun. But it's too many three way, uh, trios matches. It's too, too many. many. That's my only issue. God, that's and also the casino ladder match. I don't need it. I don't need that either. There's a casino ladder match? They haven't announced anyone who's going to be in it yet. But yes, there is. It's a little too much. Uh too much um do we have that uh we have hook in the back having a little segment where he talks a little bit didn't mind it yeah yeah it was okay it wasn't terrible i mean um, i think it, i thought it was fine until 
Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ann showed up, then I loved it. Honestly, uh, a hook like saying he doesn't care about 2.0. I like this as a mini feud. Yeah. And I like that they're chasing after this FTW title. Um, yeah. And Daddy Magic is magic. And so yeah. actually, Cool Hand Ange. They're both not great. bad. They're both like, so I hateable like that and silence. so wonderful. Like, he just like the silent, the salty sweet. I like it. Yeah. I like um, also, congratulations to them, by the way. I think this was two weeks ago, so it's not in your news. Uh, they got contract extensions in AEW. So congratulations to Good them. Good job, guys. I it. appreciate it. Um, then we got Ryan Nemeth coming out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like if you put Ryan Nemeth on TV, you immediately make me want to change the channel. Good. Like there's yeah. nothing about him. <laughs> and then Wardlow, who's uh, as stinky as an old diaper. Uh, like he's just boring. <laughs> I so- hate this like, ooh thing that he does and then he like hits him i don't like it but i mean they're both turby said that the the crowd was molten for for wardlow i mean he's from cleveland it's his hometown so i don't know i just he's trying to do too much he needs to simplify his approach and just kill people. he was doing great for a while and then yeah. he uh, then he started i don't know he's trying yeah, to be a wrestler he became tnt champion that's what you, yeah yeah um yeah. but then we have uh hobbs versus ashton day yeah, just Hobbs fucking killed this guy, which was great. Uh, but we saw in the back that um, the factory, which is pretty cool, putting a yeah. watch on your fist yeah. and punching someone. Great idea. Cool. Uh, and they beat up Ricky, which Hobbs was pleased with. Yeah, he's a happy guy. I just hope that they don't ruin Ricky more than they've already done. Ah, they fucking... haven't ruined Ricky at all. What are you talking about? You saw that promo? I liked that promo. You didn't like that promo? That was one of my least favorite things I've ever seen in my life. I thought it was so. <laughs> I was just like, he sounds like a little shit. He sounds like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like Ricky. Forced, that's, you know, that's for, thing, I yeah. know. Like, the thing is, like, we liked you because of how you acted as a heel. Yeah. You coming out here, changing completely your entire entire character and trying this new thing with your passionate. Yeah. And I got a broken neck and you almost hurt my broken neck. And I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I got to do this, man. Like, I would blame Ricky for that. If you didn't like yeah. that, that's, not, oh, that's no, more it's on not, Ricky than it is on on, It's 100% on Ricky. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, shut up. <laughs> Just continue being cocky. Uh, then we have uh, Jade uh, just in the back messy and weird uh for like this this girl this layla character is finally part of the group and then she just kicks her out <laughs> immediately get this then, trash out of here and kieran oh, uh, with all the the intimidation of a, a literal flower <laughs> like, uh, like escorts her away like i uh but i really liked because we've talked about this before men women everybody in AEW, a lot of them have a really hard time with like backstage brawling segments because the camera's right on top of you so you gotta lay it in when yeah. Athena fucking gave her the forearm, it looked great. Yeah. At least that was the end, and that was good. <sighs> because Athena hits hard. I like Athena. Yeah. Um, and then the main event, we saw um, – oh, no, we still have another match. We have Sammy and Ty yeah. versus Bobby and Ortiz. We're going to talk about Sammy Guevara in a little bit. Yeah. But I thought this was a good little match. I liked Ortiz in this match a lot. Yeah. I think Ortiz's good. clotheslines, really good. Really, really solid clotheslines. And I think Ortiz should fight Sammy on the pre-show of the pay-per-view. I just hate um, – uh, mixed tag matches. Hate him. Unless the man can fight. It's intergender. Yeah, it should be intergender. It just yeah. kills all the heat. When like uh, Sammy was getting in Ruby Soho's face, poking her, and she had a tag out, neutered her. She could have yeah. fucking decked him, and it would have been awesome. Yeah. But like she, the, the rules, whatever. There's some comments. Uh, it says, uh, Woodsy says, it still doesn't make sense for the Bucks to tag with Kenny. Um, elaborate on that. I would like yeah. to hear your Why doesn't that make sense? They're buddies. Joe writes, oh, what is going on with AEW? Khan needs to remind... Ta- oh, Joe's in the chat. Joe. Joe's here. Here we go. Time to get my blood pressure up. <sighs> Especially uh, with a lot of the news that we're talking about today. Joe, you better come out on the right side of this, some of these news pieces. Oh, Joe is saying, what is... Problems. Joe is saying, what's going on with AEW? Khan needs to remind town that the show's called All Out. That's not how they should be acting. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> like they're acting all out. I don't know. <laughs> That's the TV show, Joe. He's like acting out, I think you're saying. Acting out. Yeah. Um, but uh, And then we have the main event, which is Claudio versus um, Dustin. It was fine. It's honestly, a good professional wrestling match. Yeah. Uh, I just honestly, it felt like this match more than any other showed Dustin's age. Yeah. I, you know what I really enjoyed? Uh, the, the backstage Mark Henry interview before. Yeah. It was a, it was I a lot both of them better. are great. Yeah. yeah. And I thought he asked good questions this time or yes. like sincere questions. Yes. But that's all the rampage stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're working on it. 
they're, they're they didn't really build any momentum as far as Rampage goes. Like, I don't care. Um, yeah. But I think Rampage is live next week. Well, it doesn't really. Honestly, but even the live ones don't feel different. Yeah, but at least it's live. Yeah. Even though it's taped and I don't read the spoilers, I still like it's less special when it's taped. But I agree. And normally, the, the Rampage before a pay-per-view there's like a couple of decent matches on it. I mean, there's already the the best friends versus Dark Order is next week. I will say, you know, it's kind of weird that they did like it's uh, Reynolds and Silver and a mystery partner in the first round. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. A mystery partner. I wonder what that means. Oh, 10. It's 10. Why did we have to say a mystery partner? Although, although, and this will save it. This will save it. And I think if they this do it for happen. each time and then Uno's the next one and the last one is... Page? Yeah, one yes that's awesome uh uno's in germany right now i saw a picture him and yeah. Colt are in germany. they needed to get colt out for that talent <laughs> yeah. <meet. laughs> yeah yeah we'll talk about it god um but i think so <clears throat> what did alistair black do in that match he undid ten's knee pad or knee brace and put him in a move ten can't compete because his knees hurt so who's got to take over hangman and then and in the pay-per-view, a- it's Hangman, Reynolds, and Silver versus Kenny and the Bucks. Who wins it? Kenny and the Bucks. You think so? I do. Because you're you all, all roads are leading to Kenny and the Bucks versus Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. So you've got to get there. Okay. 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 But that's going to be a hell of a match. That immediately bumps that up tenfold sure. if Hangman is in that match. And also, has to be. you can't leave Hangman off the pay-per-view. Yeah. You can't. You can't do that. You can't. Um, should we start and talking also, about Also, one last thing. Reynolds and Silver deserve that spot as well. They've worked so a, hard. Honestly, I want them to win it. Like, but I guess I know what they you're saying. They could win though. it. They could. I mean, they win it, and then Kenny and the Bucks feud with Cole Fish and O'Reilly just without the titles, which of like, of course, is such an AEW move where it's like we just introduced trios titles, but we're gonna have a huge high profile trios feud without the titles involved. That's it, it actually makes a AEW lot of move. sense yeah. for that. Uh, yeah. We have to start talking yeah. about the news. We right? gotta get into it. We got a lot to talk about. Because the main, this is the first news out of the day. Uh, Tam, could you hit us that picture? Uh, AEW has a talent meeting. Yeah. I think this is like the biggest news of the week because there's a lot to discuss in this talent meeting uh, because uh, Tony Khan's been a little worried, Roy, about some of the uh, rumblings going on on the Internet. And uh, he reads it. We know he watches us. uh, And we know you're in the chat sometimes. Tony even said punk got punked. Boom. Why would you say that about him? Um, But Tony Khan wanted to clear the air a little bit. Uh, These are the people that spoke. Pat Buck, uh, Tony Schiavone, which apparently he came off great. Like a little uncle that everyone wants to get along. Um, Jericho, which was questionable, but it didn't come off too bad. Well, I think it's Uh, important that Jericho spoke there, honestly. uh, Young Bucks. Yeah. uh, And Kenny, which apparently was a very polarizing. Did you hear what Kenny? No. How did you hear all of this? (laughs) It's described that Kenny Omega, what he was said was very polarizing because some people took it as like tough love and some people like a little heavy handed. Like, I think he's just like, listen, if you're tired about your spot, too damn bad. Like, that type of thing. he didn't say that. <laughs> I don't know but, about all that. Come on. But he definitely, it was something in that vein. It was I in just that vein of being heavy handed. That the Young Bucks and Kenny just said that their door's always open if you want to come talk. Like, we're available. You can come the talk. The Bucks to us. said that. Yeah. Look at what Kenny said. I'll send you it. But yeah, yeah they, that, that's there. Um, uh, Tony Schiavone came off really well. Uh, but no mention of the big topic of punk and cult. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the big topic because I think that's what's causing a lot of the rumblings. It seems uh, like that's where it all began. Yeah. Uh, Colt is, they purposely sent Colt away to Germany so that he can't be here uh, for this time because it had to have been. Yeah, Colt just, had nothing to do with know. the video game. Colt, uh, Colt was doing nothing with the video game. They're just like, mm, really? Yeah. <laughs> He's well, like I, a ring of honor. Like, I think Uno too, like Uno, the only reason Uno is still around is because of the video game, I think. Because Stu left... They, I think they offered Stu and Uno contracts probably for either the same that they were making or maybe even less. And Stu's like, fuck you, I know my worth. But and Uno's like, I know my worth, but I also really love video games and I can just work on this. I'll get paid and just like focus on the video game for a while, which is a shame because he's a great wrestler. Oh, great uh, wrestler. He's the best. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. Where were we? I got lost. We're talking about uh, just the fact that they sent Colt away just so yeah. he wouldn't be at the meeting because they don't want that punk is so afraid of actually touching something that Colt touched. Like, I don't <laughs> want those germs. Uh, Colt's it's just, just a- such a it's such an amazing thing. Right. And like, look, we are speculating. This is all speculation. I, I'm not none, none of this is fact, but I just love it. I love I love that that punk for all intents and purposes, no matter how much everybody loves him. And no matter how much everyone looked up to him when he was in the WWE, he's a WWE guy. He is. And Colt is like an indie hero. He he is responsible for making all of these wrestlers a lot of money because of pro wrestling tees and his encouragement of getting everyone involved. And he's just always been an indie guy. And not only that, he has given the spotlight to so many indie wrestlers through his podcast and all these years. And everybody fucking knows it. And everyone in that locker room is like, he's one of us. Punk, you're not one of us. And the, it's like tri- that derision. He's Triple H. Punk is Triple H. A little pa- bit. That Triple H promo that he cut on Punk in 2000. <laughs> 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 Goose is like, <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, but like that promo Triple H gave about Punk back in 2011 or 12, just being like, listen, you and I are the same. Yeah. We're the same but one what you play the martyr card because you want people. But I tell people to their face that I want to be the top. You pretend that you're one of them until you get their spot. Like it's just yeah. He's and a I love that he's like, oh, I want to work with all this young talent. He's beaten every single one of them. every single one of them. And what did he do for Darby Allen? Where's Darby right now? He didn't do shit for Darby Allen, and then oh, no. MJF left right after his feud. <laughs> that was the worst thing that happened to Darby because Darby was he had a feud with MJF right before that. Yeah, And then Darby, that punk Darby thing, he fell down the card, tumbled yeah. cataclysmically. Um, well, so th- there's that. Um, a few more things. Uh, the, t- the talk of contract tampering yeah. um, where they reached out. You know who they reached out to? I saw like a Jericho thing. Jericho. Like, and Jericho I feel titled. like that's that's also a, uh, a like a red herring in some way. I feel like he's like maybe, but the, I I read that they reached out to it's multiple pretty, people. But maybe, but like the thing is, if he's taking like that's a he'll be questioned in a lawsuit, so he wouldn't be saying that necessarily yeah, unless like that's, that's a, a big point. thing to fib yeah. about. And Jericho does seem like the type, and I do honestly I completely believe that he's really happy in AEW because Jericho's an egomaniac, and they treat Jericho like royalty. They let him do whatever he wants, and that that wouldn't happen in the WWE. So I think yeah, he went to Tony Khan, and he's like, hey, just so you know, I'm really happy here. Because you let me do whatever I want. I'm literally and called the wizard right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is funny. Um, and also, just a brief thing. Warner Brothers, the the relationship with Warner Brothers Discovery and AEW is apparently pretty strong. But they did ask. Watch on the language. Yeah, I wish I had my like this my phone in front of me so I could read this. I had the full report of what Discovery had said to, about AEW. And yeah, so I guess there were rumors that a Warner brothers wanted to cut dynamite to one hour. And yeah, but that was a lie. Yeah, that was a complete lie. And that, yeah, they, they, they feel good about it and they feel they good about them. the ratings. And I hope that just bodes well for them as far as contract goes. I, I, yeah. I just want them to just continue to be strong. Look, all of this shit, all of this fucking drama and all this shit, it was bound to happen. It was, and it's probably been happening since the beginning of the company, but yeah. loose link, loose lips sink ships. And I think it wasn't until recently that people started talking about it. I think it's always been happening, but now people are starting to blab a little bit. And I think, I- honestly, uh, the, like maybe the the, uh, the catalyst of this was uh, Punk and Cabana. Yeah. But the thing that really tore open that back room was MJF. Sure. Yeah. I think MJF stirred a lot of shit mm-hmm. with his stuff. And I think that got a lot of rumblings going because I think he really did stir the pot. And I think... Uh, Tony's pretty upset about it. <laughs> yeah, I think, but I think that's what happens. And Tony Khan yeah. had to look himself in the mirror and say, what's more important, a happy and healthy locker room long-term without any bumps in the road or bringing in mega stars like Punk and Brian and Claudio and Cole and Malachi and just all these guys from the WWE that got released. Like, Because inevitably when you bring all those guys in, the originals are going to be like, hey, what the fuck? Where's my yeah. money? Where's my spot? What's going on here? You know? Um, we have a, I, yeah. I'm sorry. No, 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 I don't mean to interrupt. That's, uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, Woodsy to be says the Bucks brought the chair that Christian used to take the Impact title from Kenny. The Bucks then let Hangman hit two Buckshot Buckshot lariats, costing Kenny the AW title. Title. 
Oh, uh, in reference I to why. So the Bucks brought the chair that Christian used to take the Impact title from Kenny. The Bucks then let Hangman hit. To, okay, no, but the thing is, like, they like Kenny. Yeah, they love Kenny. Yeah, it's just that they're also friends. With they let him do that, but they didn't. Did they I give think, him the chair? I I think it was an accident. I don't think they gave him the chair. I think I think they, they put let the chair it in the ring and it happened. I think the 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 hanger thing. That's a good point there, Woodsy. And my feeling about that is that. They could t- they could easily tell the story, and I like to think that this actually happened, even though it obviously didn't, because wrestling's fake. Uh, where they sat down with Kenny, and Kenny was like, "Hey, why'd that happen? What'd you do? Why didn't you stop him?" And they were just like, "Hey, we've been shitty to him, and, and he, you know, he deserved this moment, and you're hurt, so you should go home anyway." And Kenny was but- like, "Ah, oh, geez, okay, <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys. <laughs> you always make so much sense, Bucks." Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that. Uh, so it's very interesting. We'll follow the talent developments as they go. Yeah. Um, but uh, not. there's also more rumblings, Roy. There's more rumblings. Let's start with here first. Let's start yeah. with here. Next slide, Tam. Thunder Rosa. Yeah, this one's tough. Thunder Rosa. Um, so this past uh, week on Dynamite, she said that she was in pain and that she needed to take some time off. I immediately thought mental health issues. Yeah. Um, but it turns out she's been having back issues for a while. Yeah. Bulging discs from what I heard. Oh, man, been there. I have a bulging yeah. disc. Oh, really? Did you know that? Oh, I have, a, I have one bulging disc. One bulging. Uh, herniated disc or bulging disc? Whichever is lesser. I have one I think of those. bulging is lesser. Yeah, that one then. Um, but they, uh, so she's having this pain. But there's also just the rumblings that have been coming out. And we've been talking about it for a while. Uh, sandbagging. Uh, yeah, the unprofessional. She, did you hear this thing about Jamie Hayter? That she broke her nose? Well, she, did, you see, did you hear what happened after? So, yeah. So uh, uh, from what I heard, uh, she broke her nose and then immediately just hid in the bathroom for a yeah, while. Yeah, what a bummer. And not only that, apparently she's been real rude to AEW extras. Did you hear about that? I didn't. I thought I heard that. I didn't heard that, but I heard that she was good at getting lo- like locals jobs. Apparently she treats them like shit. <laughs> like apparently <laughs> like she'll just start ridiculing or like, like no, who trained you? Like shit like that. Like she'll just be really rude. Yeah. Uh, and, but then also there's a bunch of people that like uh, Ivelisse that's just like, yeah, she's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hate her. She's unprofessional and she hurts you in the ring. Yeah. She's apparently hits really hard and Britt Baker, not a fan. Yeah, uh, I've heard that they hate each other, but I've also heard that they're willing to continue to do business with one another because it's what's best for business. And that's professionals. That's professionalism that is, right there. I think that Brit's professional. I don't think Thunder Rose is terrible. I, I, that Maria Schiffer match was her fault. Yeah. Uh, we, we've had some, some talks on this show, some speculation that she's not the most professional. Um, and I guess like, our, our speculation is, is coming to fruition here. And it was funny. I was listening to Meltzer and he was saying that since they took the title off Britt Baker, the division has really kind of lost its momentum. And I would argue that the division never really had a ton of momentum in the first place, but they need to get that women's division on track ASAP because they've got the reality show coming, AW Women or whatever it's called. And on top of that, Triple H is throwing all of his chips into the women's division. Yeah. He knows, he knows that he may not be able to compete work rate rise with like, and I'm not saying they're not going to have bad matches. Like Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns are going to have great matches. But like from a work rate perspective, who's going to have a better match? Like Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, or whoever in AEW. Yeah. Brian Danielson and, and Daniel Garcia or whatever. But he knows that the Achilles heel of AEW, the biggest Achilles heel on screen for AEW is the women's division. And he's yeah. got this great fucking women's division that he's cultivated. So he's going to put all his eggs in that fucking basket. So they better get that women's division on track immediately because they have the talent for it. They're just not and, booking it well. And just like WWE, the things that they're doing right now with the women's division, like the women's tag tournament, they're getting so much time. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 bringing they're like they're making important stables like Bailey's stable right now. Yeah. Uh, there's some things actually I'll talk about in the news, but we'll, it's really we'll the only them. shit I'm interested in, like yeah. actively interested in. I'll watch Raw here and there, but like I will go out of my way to watch a Bailey segment. No, but like it's oh, – we'll talk in a sec. We'll talk in a sec. Yeah. But we're not done with AEW though, Roy, because we still got some more drama backstage. Um, friend of the this show – uh, uh, Friend of the show, Sammy Guevara, uh, uh, <laughs> was hurt, was was attacked by the <laughs> loser, stinky garbage man, Eddie Kingston. No, we love Eddie Kingston. Uh, yeah, Eddie Kingston – Apparently, uh, Sabre Guevara and like because they're getting ready, they were supposed to have a match at All Out. It was and the first would, match that was announced for the show, and then got taken off. 
legitimately don't like each other. Um, apparently, uh, he said in a, like a, a thing that like an interview that was supposed to be put on Rampage but was cut. Uh, yeah, uh, Eddie Kingston's a fat piece of shit. Yeah, and then Eddie Kingston confronts him about it, yeah. and instead of like talking to him about it, he just kind of laughs at him. Yeah, and then Eddie's just like, "I'm gonna kill yeah, you. I'm gonna kill you." Uh, and then then uh, crybaby Sammy's just like, "Oh, he tried to kill me." And, well, the uh, thing is, so like I you Tony Khan suspended like- him. The yeah. thing that I don't like the most about this, look, Eddie Kingston's going to be Eddie Kingston. And I am of the impression, and not everyone feels this way, and I understand, that you have to treat people differently according to who they are as a human. I have different expectations for you than I do versus other friends because I know you differently than I know other people, and you're not like everybody else, just like whatever isn't like anybody else. We're all our own people. Sure. So you, you're going to have to treat – and so the, the story goes, I guess, that Sammy cuts this interview – uh, says whatever he says, and then as he comes through the curtain, in Gorilla, Eddie's there, and then he just starts fucking yelling at him and like tearing him up, and he's making a big scene, and he's like, "You can't call me a fat piece of shit. You can't." Because I think first of all, he's like, "Fuck you, that's my body." Second of all, he's like, "You're, I'm gonna beat you." The plan is for Eddie to beat Sammy at the pay per view, and he's like, "Why does my win matter if I'm just a fat piece of shit?" Like, why does that matter? Well, it, it's stupid for Sammy. It's not even yeah. stupid for him because you're like, oh, you lose to a fat piece of shit. Uh, it's also the fact is just like there's some things that I just don't like in wrestling. Yeah. You know, calling uh, like calling people like uh, making fun of someone for being like, uh, I, I, like when you when you take apart the facade of wrestling. Yeah. If you're like if you say things like, yeah, your kicks look like shit or, or something like that. Why would you say that in a promo? Why would you say, oh, your cardio sucks? You know, like, why would you say that? They're peak athletes with contracts. So are you. You treat them like they are also threats. Yeah. You always treat everyone like a threat. Calling someone a fat piece of shit is is this weird. It just it helps no one. It helps no one. Yeah. And uh, besides the body shaming aspect of it, it just helps no one in the feud. Right. A hundred percent. And Eddie Kingston, I think, handled it the right way. People reached out to him about it. And he just said, I was wrong. That's it. Yeah, he was wrong. I respect, but Sammy goes to the dirt sheets, which uh, is a term I'm using endearingly in this scenario. Because no, you're not. You no, you only I use it, it. You, you use it mean ways when you're angry, and you use it nice ways. Like you don't say dirt sheets when you're happy. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're like true, you're like oh, I read a Meltzer, but like yeah. this guy went to the ditch. Well, he did. He did, and he told the whole story, and he was telling. He was just giving up all this shit, and it's like. No one in AEW right now is handling themselves professionally. Like no. Eddie Kingston is the only person other than pie facing mm. Sammy. <laughs> and that's and the thing about that too is like, look, like it's the same with Punk and Hangman. He would kill Sammy. Yeah, he would fucking kill him. He would kill he would, him. He would bite his teeth off. Yeah. That's how serious it would be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Punk never went to Hangman and said, like, hey, like what you said out there was fucked up, like whatever. He never talked about it, and then he went on TV and said the stupid shit that he said. Hangman never went to Punk and said, hey, I'm gonna say this. Uh, Sammy talked about how like, Sammy's whole thing is like, I've said certain things, I've told people in the back, like don't talk about this, don't talk about that, whatever. And Eddie never told me not to call him a fat piece of shit, so I went out there and I called him a fat piece of shit, which is like so fucking stupid. It just don't. To, to tell everybody, to tell the dirt, she said like, keep it in house. It's no one yeah. else's fucking business. Keep everything in-house. This whole Thunder Rosa thing and Britt Baker and all this stuff, in-house. Shut the fuck up. Keep it in-house. Woodsy to be says, Thunder Rosa, the modern-day moolah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's wow. heavy. Uh, Tony writes, um, promotion. Uh, Britt Baker should be champ in a feud with Deeb. Uh, I'd love that. I'd love that. Um, all the monies is in the chat. Welcome, oh, all the money. It's been a while. It's Kane. Uh, hey. they write CM hey. Punk screw. Uh. You're not sharing your sound. Oh, I'm not. No, I just realized that you've been playing sound effects this whole time, and we haven't <laughs> haven't heard any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was honking and farting this entire time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, business. That's so funny. No one's that's that's why everyone's pissed. Yeah. All the money's right. CM Punk screwed AEW, pushing Cole Cabana out. Yep. A little bit, a little bit. That fucking sports entertainer. Yeah, he Piece is. A, you want to talk about a true sports entertainer? Abs- oh, we can't talk about this because it'll get us both upset. Jericho, Jericho, like the the age old question is, what makes Jericho and Moxley different than Punk specifically? 
because uh, I think and, and Danielson and Cesaro, Claudio, those two guys specifically just want to fucking wrestle. They just want to fucking wrestle and they want to lose and they don't care. I just think Punk is this polarizing personality who's great on television. The best feuds AEW has probably ever had have to do with him. I mean, his stuff with MJF is the best AEW's yeah. ever done from a story perspective, no doubt. Yeah. But like Moxley's just a fucking dude who never fit the mold in the WWE anyway and just wants to fight and get dirty and doesn't care and keeps to himself. And Jericho's kind of the same way. Jericho, I think, makes himself more available, was there in the very beginning. I think everyone had an immediate respect for him because he signed before there was ever anything. You know who Punk has always reminded me a lot of, and you're going to hate it? Yeah. Uh, because I didn't, I, I like when WWE, I thought he was cool. I, I enjoyed him, but I also thought he was a dick then. Yeah. I uh, wasn't like a huge we fan. We had a lot of conversations about that back in the day. Because I think he acts like the liberal version of Chris Jericho. Mm. I think him and Chris Jericho are the same person on different political spectrums. Uh, sure. And I feel like they just act the same. They're just like, yeah, I'm a big deal or whatever. But like, it's like, you know, like him saying like in an interview recently, he's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the whatever, you know, I'm just another guy, but right. I did pave the way for people like Moxley and things he like that. that. He said that. But I also think, right. Like, and that goes all the way back to what we talked about before. When Triple H got that promo and he said, you're the martyr. Jericho's like, I'm the fucking man. Yeah. And I, I deserve everything I've got. Triple gotten. H, I've I'm the hard. man. Mox, I'm, I'm the man. Yeah. Yeah. But Moxley, I think Moxley doesn't even say, Moxley's like, I'm the man in the ring, but I don't give a fuck about anything after that. I don't yeah. care. And and he's, he genuinely doesn't give a fuck. I'm liking Moxley more and more from yeah, this feud. He's really. great. He really uh, is great. Uh, but but we, we can't stick on AEW forever, though, right? We can't I do know. it forever, even though we'd like to. But actually, maybe not with uh, this new thing. Uh, could you go to the next slide, Tim? Uh, new updates on the WWH. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> WWE uh, Johnny Gargano returns. Yeah, Johnny Gargano has returned, uh, and a nice little segment. I, I don't. I I I can't tell you how I little I entrance. care about. I I can't tell you how much I care. Little I care about Johnny Gargano, but like the idea of him feuding with Austin Theory, that's a good feud. Yeah, and yeah. that's a good thing for Austin Theory to have. They've got history. They They've got a, history. They're in a stable together. Yeah. So I think there's something good there. Um, yeah, I was hoping that he would come back, tag with Ciampa, and revitalize the tag team division. Ciampa, him and Ciampa versus the Usos, sign me up. Seven they need before. to reintroduce re, uh, uh, him, you know. Yeah. And I think this is a good way to reintroduce. He's not going to beat Theory, right? Right. So, well, like, this he is might. A, he needs I, you to win do, more than more than Theory does. You, you don't, don't bring want, this guy back, debut him on Raw, and then he just loses to Theory. I think Theory's a long-term project. He is not ready for the big time, in my opinion. He's boring. He is boring. And he's got to shave his fucking weird, like, goatee gimmick that he's got going. Yeah, on. it looks terrible. It really looks yeah. bad. But I don't but, know. Uh, brought back uh, Gargano. Uh, another thing, a new statistic. Since Triple H has been in power, there's been 10 to 15 minutes more wrestling per hour. Fantastic. That's great. So news. it's averaging around 30 minutes an hour, 30 to 40 minutes an hour Quite is easy. wrestling. That's great. Isn't that nuts? That's wonderful. It's a good. It's great. Um, we got that. Um, probably not going to turn TV fourteen anytime soon. There's talk of TV fourteen, but that apparently is not on the cards, which I'm not mad at. Sure, I want Triple H to have blood at his disposal, but I they're never going to do it. Yeah, that's, that's probably okay. not because that guy uh -uh. loved to bleed. He loved to bleed. I learned what blading was when. Well, besides from secrets of pro, uh, pro wrestling. He, the camera accidentally cut to him after the Triple H, well, his name is Triple H, uh, Foley match from Royal Rebel 2000. Triple H wins, and then he's, like, kind of doing that thing where he lays down and, like, kind of sits up, and he's like, Ugh, and he's cutting himself, and the camera accidentally cuts to him as he was cutting himself. And I like After the match? Like, yeah, yeah, because they well, he wanted to make sure that there was the money shot, and he was gushing. Oh, I missed that. I have yeah. to go look at that now. That's actually really interesting. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, so probably not. And also, probably no draft this year. Or coming soon. I saw that. That's interesting. I'm happy with that Why? because the draft because the the sides haven't been made important. No, this is this is Triple H's time to actually make both brands feel like a brand and yeah. his image. And then next year, the draft. I can't wait for the draft yeah. once this means something. I was already I excited for the draft. To be honest with you, yeah, I'm excited for. It, but like, if it hold off a year, let him really reestablish where he wants his pieces and how he wants to uh, treat them. 
and then have a draft once things are like up and running. Maybe just like I'm saying, like summer of next year. Yeah, let's wait to that. That's my thought. What I would think? think just I'd the I would think two to three weeks after WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, that's fine too. Your years are WrestleMania to WrestleMania, and my whole thought I was excited for the draft this year because <clears throat> now Triple H gets to reset his pieces, and then he can reestablish the brands and. We got to figure out these two titles and like. Are you on Team Triple H yet? I'm not not on Team Triple H. Just say I'm yes. Not, I'm ultimately. Say, on, I am Team Triple H. You got to say I'm it. Gonna say that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not not on Team Triple H. Yeah, I'm not. I, but, look, I'm not anti. I'm wearing his jersey when no one's looking. <laughs> my whole thing is, I think he's going to be great for the company. He's going to be great for creative. I'm looking forward to watching. I'm even. Somewhat looking forward to the NXT 2.0 show, the the Worlds Collide show. I think that's going to be an interesting show next week as well. But I don't think he's this, like, savior. He's not going to change wrestling. He's going to save the WWE and make Raw and SmackDown better products, and I think that's great. But, like, no one is going to save professional wrestling. Like, Tony Khan saved pro wrestling? No. He's made it more interesting. He's changed it. He's made it more interesting. Yeah. I like it a lot more. I like. I'm not saying saving. Years. Sa- saving. Saving is. A, I never said saving. Our biggest fan, Joe, thinks Triple H is like God's answer to fucking professional wrestling. Joe does have a lot of lofty opinions about him. Oh, that wasn't the right one. I like this one though. Sheesh. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, Why are you yelling oh, at me? <laughs> Bell Renee, Renette is in the chat. Bell. Hey, Bell. Let's give you a little honk here for you. How are they? Uh, uh, Bell writes, I think Theory will be the guy, but I think Triple H will build him up properly. Yeah, I think uh, that's why I think that. That's a good call, Bell. Uh, but Bell writes, about, the draft should be after Bell. WrestleMania because that's the reset. Okay. Right, right. What were you saying? I just think, think of a traditional build for a wrestler. I mean, Steve Austin was Steve Austin for a year, if not more, before WrestleMania 14. I, I get I get it. I, I'm just saying that um, he just won the championship, and something that Triple H seems to like to do is not switch championships so quickly. Good. But Good. that means, like, Johnny well, Gargano. Who's the champion? I thought, I thought Lashley was still the U.S. champion. I thought Theory had the belt. I thought Lashley had the belt. Well, then I have no idea. Then who's yeah, the U.S. If, champion? If he does, uh, who's the U.S. champion? Let's find out. I think out. it's Lashley. 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 Bring back Leo Rush. U.S. championship. They don't just tell me? Why don't they just tell me? Current U.S. champion. All right. Why don't they just tell me? Professional wrestler. Why, why, why is it so difficult? Why current? Here, I got it. I got why? It. Champion. Bobby Lashley. It's Bobby Lashley. Oh Well, well good. But then, yes, he should. He won it on July 2nd. Oh, that fooled me. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Triple H is doing a great job, and we're all proud of Triple H's work. Yeah. Um, something else that he did recently. Next slide there, Tam. Jeff Jarrett is gone. Jeff yeah. Jarrett is gone, and Road Dogg's back in. And I'm assuming that this was a mutual thing. Yeah, probably. I'm assuming Jeff Jarrett's just like, you know, this is nice and everything, but Conrad's got something heating up, and I want to work more with Conrad and do more of that stuff. And Road Dog's like, I need a job. We're best friends. Want to swap? Yeah. And they swapped. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Road Dog ever really wanted to. I know. He's probably going to continue doing that podcast because it's probably good money for him. Yeah. But I, I doubt he ever really had any real motivation to ever do that. If it was up to him, he'd just continue working backstage forever. He loves it. He it. loves it. Yeah, um, and he's like ragging on Punk. Have you heard some of the things Road Dog's been saying he about said Punk? He something about how like Punk's like difficult to work for or like work with. Work with. Yeah. Whatever. I believe it. Uh, I believe he's a real pain in the ass. Um, But I also think Road Dog is a questionable person. Um, But he's in there running live events, which should be whatever. But I'm excited to see what's going on with Jeff Jarrett and Conrad. Me too. Me too. I'm getting distracted by pictures of the U.S. title. I'm going to get away from that. Um, Do you think, like, so we were talking about a last match idea of uh, DDP versus Matt, Matt Cardona. Yeah. One of who would be a great last match. And I don't know if he'd do it because he probably wants more matches, but he's young enough to have a really good last match. Bubba Ray. Bully. Put Bully in against Cardona. That'd be great. I love Bully. Bully's a great wrestler. I know. I know. Bully is a great wrestler. You don't Uh, think Bully's a great wrestler? uh, Give me some examples of matches and I'll go watch him. I'm not saying I'm doubting it. I'm just saying maybe I haven't seen the right matches. Any matches in. 
Yeah, sure. You pick I, uh, a match he's in, and everything he does looks good. It makes sense. It's impactful. He's an enormous guy that moves very fast. Uh, okay. I uh, look at his I, dro- elbow drops. I uh, I fell asleep last night watching Impact Plus, the app. Oh. My brother's got a subscription, and I woke up this morning to a uh, in-ring promo from 2008 with. Kurt Angle and uh, the Dudleys, and Kurt Angle is getting set up on blind dates from Bubba Ray. Bubba Ray's setting him up on some blind dates. <laughs> there's a part of TNA that I don't ever want to revisit. Yeah, there's a lot. And it's, like, it's Kurt like, Angle. It's that era. Suit. It's the era where they were like head to head. Well, so that's actually the, the sad thing is that that's pre head to head. That's right around that area. It's like, what, it's like 2008. 2008. To 2011, they were just kind of like 2010. on spike. 2000, okay. like late 2000. Well, it's interesting because like Foley comes in in 08, 09 before the Hogan era. The Hogan era is when it really kind of starts to go downhill in a big way. But I mean, it was Russo was always booking, so it was always questionable. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know, I would really, I've always wanted to watch it. Maybe we'll do this as a uh, an empty arena. Watch Bully Ray's series of matches with AJ Styles. Would, would Bully Ray's to. like peak condition. He's Cavzilla. Yeah, you remember like Cavzilla? Is that what he was called? Look at his calves in that time frame. Nuts. Yeah, I will. I'll Nuts. Look at Big his calves. man. Uh, Bell writes uh, Bobby Lashley in reference to that. And then Woods, he says Lashley has been a fantastic US champ. And yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, we have to Lashley. keep moving on, though, Roy. We have some other things to talk about because. Vince McMahon, next slide there, Tim. Vince McMahon, the, uh, the, the documentary on Netflix. Yeah, it's a go, huh? Still going on. Still going on. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. You look, Very I mean, excited. the guy deserved to lose his job. The guy deserved to have to retire. The guy deserved all of that. But ultimately, nah, I'm going to stop talking right there. No, no. I ultimately, I want to hear the story. Yeah, I, 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 they should cover it. They should cover yeah. the whole thing. The story's uh, important. Didn't they say that this is like the most expensive documentary yeah. Netflix has ever done? Yeah. They spent a few million on this thing. Um, but it's very interesting. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Uh, and more interesting things, Trish Stratus uh, uh, has appeared on WWE Raw this past week in Montreal. And she's hinting that she might have a feud with Bailey. And I'm excited about that. Sure. And I saw the in-ring uh, segment and it was really good. And it's the first time I think they've brought someone back Back, a women's wrestler back and treated it like a really big deal for this like potential dream match situation you know sure. like Lita's come back and it just like but Trish knows how to talk Trish yeah. can, like got in the ring she's just like you know if there's anyone that's going to get me out of retirement it's you or something like that yeah. and it, like the crowd popped they're in Montreal yeah. it was were just really Montreal cool or were they in Toronto are they in Toronto this the, week they're in Canada they're in Canada yeah I uh yeah, Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus definitely gets her flowers. People definitely give her a lot of credit. But she she was, for in my lifetime, in my lifetime, as a wrestling fan, from age 8 in 1998 uh, through, I don't know, 10 years or so, she was like the only, she was the first legitimate women's wrestler I ever saw as a as a fan and then you get your victorias and your jazzes and your molly hollies and all of those people and the who are all fantastic lita but trish stratus really and trish stratus had to start from nothing i mean she worked for she was a valet for tna with test and albert and then she did the vince thing and then by 2002 she's wrestling jazz and victoria she's having hardcore matches and she's doing all this shit like 2006 she's the best women's wrestler the top of the women's wrestling yeah food chain. and then she yeah. she passed the she passed the torch to mickey james who's also yeah. fantastic um but yeah I'm, I'm very happy for her and i want to see where this goes on i have a, i have two bummer news segments right after this Great. um that i wish i didn't put them separately. I wish I could just group them together. Um, but um, next slide there, Tam. Salvia Vega's not doing well. Oh, is that true? Salvia Vega has some unknown health condition that they're not mm-hmm. disclosing because it's Puerto Rico wrestling company. They're very shady. Yeah. Um, but uh, his most recent uh, match was a month ago with, he tagged with the guy that killed Bruiser Brody. Yeah. Because apparently he still wrestles. Two? Yeah, something like something that. Like that. Uh, and uh, that was his most recent match. And um, yeah, he's not doing well. Um, what, do you have a favorite Salvio Vega moment? You know, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I watch uh, Wrestling with Regret on YouTube and he just reviewed uh, Brian Zane, just reviewed SummerSlam 97, and they talked about uh, the forming of Los Bariquas after sure. Salvio Vega got kicked out of the nation. 
and the whole like gang wars thing, which I think is so interesting. What a booking choice. And uh, Savio Vega did this spinning heel kick where he kicks the guy and he flips out of the ring and lands on his feet, and it's really cool. That's and his, cool. Yeah, his strap matches against Austin and the WWF are really great. There's also this funny moment that Brian Zane called out in the build to this. It was at the pay-per-view at SummerSlam 97. It was Los Periquas versus DOA in an eight-man. And I guess there's a segment Ugh. on Raw leading – yeah, it's a terrible match. Uh, leading up to this, though, there's a segment where Savio Vega runs out to the ring. And he's like, cameraman, cameraman, come to the back, come to the back. Someone's getting there, – there's something happening backstage. Something's getting hurt. You got to come back. You got to come back. And he run, like literally grabs a cameraman and makes the cameraman run with him to the back. And they cut to the back, and it's the three other members of Los Periquas standing there, or two of them. And three of the four bikes of DOA, because they're all motorcyclists – we're there and they're like, where's the other bike? And then the camera spins and zooms in and there's just one bike is on the ground and another member of Los Periquas has a garbage can. It just keeps hitting the motorcycle with the garbage can a bunch of times. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's very but it's funny. great. Yeah, Savio Vega. Savio Vega's cool, man. He's a cool dude. I always remember I, I hating him. I hated him when I first yeah. saw him because like I saw him when I was like 99 2000 and i'd get the old vhs's from yes, blockbuster yes, yes. so i'd see him just like who is this fucking shithead but uh, then <laughs> i saw him do a big jumping heel kick and i was just like oh the big I mean, jumping heel I, kick's I, awesome i like big guys that can move yeah He's a chubby guy that can move yeah. um also but, interesting fact uh one of the first ever wrestling figures i owned was a savio vega wow that's really funny because it was just what was left on the shelf and i just wanted wrestling figures so i got a very funny. Vega. yeah he's fine he's a he's fine, figure. He's a fine um, figure but uh next sad news next sad there bobby fulton of the fantastics have you heard about his uh i haven't heard what's his deal he had pneumonia and sepsis oh pneumonia and sepsis but apparently it's clearing up and he's doing okay that's nice Good yeah here i don't know why, because like the thing is like i just realized I put Savio Vega, Bobby Fulton in here, and I'm just like, I don't bar barely anything about these two. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I, ca I can't name you uh, a fantastic match. I know I, of them. I, I know they're good. To, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. So the Fantastics had a uh, great feud with the Midnight Express. Yeah. And I don't know anything yeah. about the Midnights either. Yeah. Sure. 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 I should. I there's a big area of Southern wrestling in the eighties that I am not familiar with. I'm yeah. more familiar with like, I think I, I'm good on the East coast. Yep. Most of the East coast, uh, besides the South Texas, uh, uh, and the West. Yeah. In the seventies, eighties, but like, like that, that area era of Southern championship wrestling, that time frame of sure. like seventies, eighties, there's just some blank spots. If you're not in a championship match, I don't know. Well, 100%. I, uh, I'm good at knowing names, but I've never seen a lot of it. Like, Because yeah. the, the WWE would produce like an AWA documentary, a Mid-South documentary, like all, and I would watch all of those. So I'm familiar, and I used to watch Legends Roundtable. So I would hear mm. about all this different stuff. But like, I know that everyone talks about how Bobby Eaton is like one of the best wrestlers ever, and he was like an excellent tag team wrestler and all of that. I really haven't seen a lot of his stuff. We have I'd to like watch. To. Yeah. You have to watch. We can't watch Lord Earl of Eaton. What is it? Lord oh, Robert of Eaton. So funny, though. You love it's that. So funny. But um, in, his, in his prime is him in the Midnight Express. Yeah. And we, I would love to see that. But we have one more uh, content here. One more piece of news. And just discussion. Have you seen the footage of the AW video game? Next slide there, Tim. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I also have some mixed feelings. Um, you start. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. Um, I love it from a video game perspective, but I think there's gonna be a lot of fans who like wrestling video games, and they're gonna be like, "This is kind of weird." But I think it's gonna be. If it, there's gonna be a bit getting used to, you gotta get used to it a little bit. But I mean, I don't know. I just think it's gonna be great. I do. I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be like arcade style. My brother, my partner, my best friends could just pick up the game, whether they like wrestling or not, hit some buttons and play. I'm, I'm excited about that. It's just one of those games that I think test footage is never going to look good. Like, yeah. it's kind of like one of the things like, I don't think you're going to sell people watching game footage. You have to sell them on playing, you know, yeah. like, so like, it's kind of hard to watch people play and see it kind of clunky and just like, they're having fun. I could tell they're having fun and they're enjoying it. But I just need to be in the mix, so I, I'm I'm holding my review. But I'm I'm interested. 
Did you watch like the 10 minutes, like the Kenny, yeah. Adam Cole? Yeah. Yeah, man. The few things about that that I really liked. One, the signature moves look awesome. Kenny's V-Trigger looks fucking awesome. Um, one. Two, uh, I also liked hearing that there's over 40 different weapons in the game. I know that's like a very small detail. But like, I'm sorry, have you played a recent WWE game? There's five weapons. I know. They used to have a lot more. They yeah. used to have a lot more. I used to, uh. on Raw... Two for Xbox, the second Raw game. They had a bunch of different weapons, and you could. I would like. Oh, I remember that on Xbox because they only had the sledgehammer and a chair or something like but that. In the first one, but in the second one, they had a ton of weapons, and I would get them all from under the ring, and I'd put them all in the middle of the ring, <laughs> and there'd be like seventeen different weapons in the middle of the ring, and I'd play two player, but with no one else, so the the other guy wouldn't stop me, so I could build my weapon <laughs> structures. I I love shit like that. I like give me something different, give me something fun. You ever played Backyard Wrestling, the video game? I loved both Backyard I never played it. I never played it, but I always hated the idea that it existed. Was it's, it fun? It's. I mean, it was fun for me as an 11-year-old, but looking back on it now, I, I'm going to send you, there's this There's this guy that does wrestling video game reviews on YouTube. He'll like go back and play the games, and he, you see the footage, and it's it's fun to go back and watch them. The Backyard Wrestling games are funny. There's The, the rosters are funny. New Jack's in one of them, which is great. Uh, the insane clown posses in both of them. <laughs> That's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> They're so dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the game. Uh, it's coming out. I think in November. Is that true? That's what I, I haven't pre-ordered it because I don't. I'm not motivated to. Pre I, I guess I'm going to get it for PlayStation Four because I don't have an updated system. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You got to get I'm a new system, dog. Yeah. Who's got the money for that? Who's got the money for that? I, mean, I don't I, have the money anymore for yeah, <laughs> I wasted too much money. Yeah. Credit card. Um, but wow, great job on the news, news everyone. Great job on the news. Um, great job giving us news, wrestlers. Um, but we have to talk about the next step is uh, the Loser Ladies Wrestling Hall of Fame, Roy. The Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. Uh, do you have anyone in mind to induct? I just got distracted by this random website I went to, and there's a headline: Randy Savage reportedly told to avoid Stephanie McMahon. Uh, what? I don't know. Whatever. Randy Savage said to avoid. Randy's dead. Yeah, I know. I guess Dutch Mantel was telling a story about being in the WWE. Um, wait, hold. On. I'm just gonna read this real quick. Uh, it wasn't just a rumor. It was really an accepted, almost statement of fact that Randy had been told, or advised, not by Vince, but by Pat Patterson or some of their agents to kind of stay clear of Stephanie and why I don't know. She may have said something like she likes him and it got back to Vince. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's just gossip though. Uh, my hall of fame. Yeah. You know what? I got somebody and somebody yeah. that we should have inducted a bunch of times already, but never have because he's underrated and overlooked no matter how popular and vital he is to the company currently. I'm inducting John Moxley into the AEW, uh, the, the LLW Weekly Hall of Fame. We've never inducted John Moxley, and he's oh my getting God. my vote. He is getting my vote. And looking at this past week, he is the shining star yeah. of this week. Yeah, I is think this, that's a great idea. Is this a unanimous, the first ever unanimous Hall of Fame inductee, John Moxley? That's not the first ever. I think we had uh, inducted Sean Spears at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Sean but, Spears, a, uh, a guy who's no longer whose spots no longer protected now that Cody's not in the company. Uh, Although maybe he, maybe he comes back with MJF. I think he should come back and face Miro and just be friends with Miro. Miro, not Miro. Wardlow. Oh. My brain's not working today. My brain's not working today. No, I mean, it really an is interesting off. idea. It's an interesting. I'm idea. off. Uh, Woodsy to be says, uh, I'll stick with my SmackDown versus raw 10 on DS over the WAW video game. Whoa. Oh, come on now. Whoa. Woodsy. Whoa. Uh, you got to get a chance. Bell writes, uh, I'm more of an Assassin's Creed kind of girl. I can't wait to play bell. I'm going to get it soon. I have it free on my PS plus subscription. Oh, so wait, hold on. talk to me about PS plus. What's this? You pay a monthly subscription and get a bunch of free games. That's cool. How much is it? I don't even know anymore. That's hilarious. I uh, I have dude, a problem, Roy. <laughs> Apollonia got a Switch. And uh, I was thinking about... Uh, we got to play. Yeah, I don't... Uh, um, we should get the AEW game on Switch. Yeah, well, you know, the option to play that Switch is, is coming up. Um, oh, but, sure. <laughs> but um, I almost paid 50 bucks. You pay 50 bucks for the year, I think, on the Switch, and you get like all these old N64 games. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I have. I have because you know it's, I'm gonna. It's a month, you know. But, but they uh, don't got no mercy. Is that true? See, I was. I, I don't think to play it's like got Mario Tennis. That's what I was excited. I think about. I'll have that. But they yeah. got that on the Switch now. You can just get Mario Tennis, a better version too. <laughs> um, but we have inducted John Moxley into the LLW Congratulations, Mox. Congratulations. I can't find the cheers. Something's wrong with my brain, Roy. It's okay. It's okay. We're all fucked up. Why are you yelling at me? Um, <laughs> there we go. Thank you all so much. Hope you have a great uh, weekend. Uh, see you on Wednesday, right, Roy? See you on Wednesday, baby. The Wednesday before All Out. Wednesday before All Out. Everyone get excited. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> get me my brain out of here. My squirrel. Got to hit an ass by a man. Ole. 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 Olay 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 Olay